Hello, my lovely ghosts and ghoulies. This is Coffee Talks with Ash, and I am your host, Ash. Welcome to the podcast that talks about literally anything and everything that I want to talk about today. At that moment, uh, we'll start with my regular disclaimer. I do live in an apartment complex, and I do not live alone. So if you hear any background noise, I do apologize for that. I am very sorry. It is not intentional. Um, On that note, we do have the windows open uh, because it is a beautiful fall evening here in the Des Moines, Iowa metro area. So we have all the windows open. We have the fans going. It's very nice outside. And I have been super productive since I got home, so let's get into that. I do hope that that inspires you because it usually inspires me. Um... I did not want to get up this morning, guys. (laughs) It's Tuesday, and I did not want to get up. I didn't want to go to work, but, you know, we got stuff to do. We have bills to pay. We must be adults. So I got up, I got dressed, I walked the dog, and I got ready to go to work. And it is 7.30 p.m. in the evening currently. Um, When I got home, uh, we had a power outage here in our apartment complex, so I had to reset all of the clocks. That was fun. Did the dishes, unloaded the dishwasher, reloaded it, and cleaned off the counters, you know, did all the housework stuff. And now I did not record a podcast over the weekend. Um, Usually during football season, I will say I do record these either on Saturday or Sunday. My parents were actually going out of town on Sunday, so they asked me if I would be willing to come over on Saturday. My boyfriend went up to the Iowa State Hawkeye game. He was so, he was up, wow, I'm so sorry. The Iowa Hawkeye game, not Iowa State, that shame, shame. He went up to the Iowa Hawkeye game over this last weekend on Saturday with his brother. Uh, It was the Hawkeyes against Penn State. Heck yeah, we won by the skin of our teeth. So I watched the game with my family at their house on Saturday. And honestly, before the game just kind of lazed around, I was not feeling like doing anything. Sunday we had some errands to run. um, So we got that done. And after we ran our errands, I just was not feeling in the mood to record a podcast. And I will say to you guys... If I don't feel in the mood to record a podcast episode, I most likely won't because I don't want it to feel forced when I'm talking to you. I want to actually talk to you guys. So here we are. It's Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. Instead of coffee, I have wine. So if you are currently enjoying some wine or alcoholic adult beverages with me, raise your glass, take a sip. Ah, and let's get down to business. So, I kind of had a, have a topic for today. However, this topic is one that's probably going to span over the course of several episodes, and I will touch on it periodically here and there. Um, and I'm going to sprinkle some other things in there today as well. So... First things first, it's October, heck yes! I love October, guys. Fall is my favorite episode, not episode, sorry. 
favorite season of the year. Love it. However, it looks like we're on track to do the same thing that we had last year here in Iowa, which is basically about two weeks of fall weather and then we jump right into winter. And according to the Farmer's Almanac, as well as several other weather reports and radars, looks like that's what's going to happen again this year. So I'm a little bit bummed, but I'm trying to make the most of it as much as I can everywhere I can. We are actually going camping this weekend, so I'm super excited for that. I'm going to go camping with my best friend, her fiancé, possibly one of my nephews. So far, the other one is actually going to Nebraska for the weekend, but not sure about the youngest one, so we will see. And I am super excited to go camping. This will be the second time this year. We really haven't gotten out camping as much as we did last year. But it's October. We like to pack our schedules super full in October. Both me and my boyfriend really love fall season, fall weather. It's just perfect out. It's nice temperature. It's not too hot for our dog. If you haven't listened to previous episodes, we have a nine-year-old Siberian Husky. He is red and white with the very... What's the word I'm looking for here? Very typical blue eyes, like ice blue. And he is approaching blowout season, so we are preparing for that. It's about time to go to the vet and get his allergy shot because he's driving me up the wall. When he hits blowout season, he gets very itchy, very whiny, drinks a ton of water, and is just incredibly needy. He also gets major yeast infections in both of his ears, so that's usually the telltale sign of, hey... It's time to take him to the vet. He needs his allergy shot. He did get his first one. It was either the first one or the second one in the spring of this year. And it seemed to help a lot. It didn't have as much itching going on. Not as much whining. No yeast infections. It was good. So it's about time for him to get scheduled to go to the vet again this year. He's getting up there in age. So we need to start looking into pet insurance. Oof. Gotta love being an adult, guys. Adulting is hard. So, into... Before I get into our actual topic for today, since it's October, kind of wanted to spook things up a little bit, you know? I actually do super love my quote-unquote intro that I've done this episode and last episode of Hello, ghosts and ghoulies. Love it. Ghosties and ghoulies. It's amazing. So I actually wanted to talk about a couple of the paranormal experiences that I've had in my lifetime. So I've had a few. And first one I can think of off the top of my head is actually my best friend who lives in a house here in Ankeny, Iowa. I'm not going to disclose exactly where, but she lives there with her fiance and her two kids. And uh, one of the first few times that I stayed the night over there, it was already mentioned to me that this house may or may not be haunted by her fiance's late uncle. Now, this late uncle, to my knowledge, the information that I'm aware of, he's a prankster. He likes to laugh at people, especially when they are doing very stupid things. So, one of the first nights that I ever stayed there, I actually stayed in their guest bedroom, which is now a nursery slash youngest kid's bedroom. And there was a stack 
of animals in the corner. Now this room isn't very big. It's probably like, I mean, it's not Harry Potter style, like closet underneath the stairs, but it's not huge either. So I'd say in diameter, it's probably a good six or seven feet wide by seven or eight feet long and it has a closet. And then there's two doors, one that goes straight into the kitchen, the other one goes out into the hallway. So I was going in there to go to sleep that night and ended up not being able to sleep. I usually don't sleep well in spaces that are incredibly unfamiliar to me. But there is a stack of stuffed animals in the corner of this room. And it's off to, if you walk in the room from the bathroom, it's off to the left of where the bed is. If you walk into the room from the kitchen, the stuffed animals are right there on your left hand side. And then the bed is like straight forward. So I was laying down in bed. I was watching some YouTube, some Netflix, just trying to go to sleep. Uh, ended up shutting off the light because there was a lamp right next to the bed. Shut off the light, still watching stuff on my phone. And the important thing to note here is that there is a Snoopy doll at the very top of this stack of stuffed animals. So I'm just trying to fall asleep, you know, trying to get sleepy, watching some stuff on my phone, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this creepy vibe comes across me. You know, shivers down your back, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, and I hear a plop on the floor. And I wait a few minutes, and then I turn on the light, which is the lamp next to the bed, and the Snoopy doll has fallen on the floor. And I tell you what, guys, just telling you this story gives me goosebumps. This doll was not set up there at the top of the stack of stuffed animals precariously, like in a way where you move one wrong way and it's going to fall over. It was pretty steady in there. So there's no way that it's just going to fall unless someone touches it. So that freaked me out, but I chose not to think about it because I had to sleep in that room that night. Second one, second experience I've ever had is also in the same house. However, it's in their living room, not in that same room. Um, I was sleeping on the couch and again, it's just me. I was staying the night over there and all the lights are off. In their living room, there's like this walking space that leads into the dining room and then if you take a right it's straight into the kitchen so the light in the kitchen was on no other lights in the house are on which means that you can still if you're laying on the couch and you're laying with your head on the end that's toward the dining room you can still kind of see some shadows from that area from the kitchen and from the walkway so I'm just laying on the couch. Again, I'm watching videos on my phone so that I can fall asleep. And all of a sudden, it gets super quiet in the house. And then I see a shadow of what looks like someone who is standing right by my head on this couch. Again, I am getting goosebumps just telling you this information. And... The shadow just kind of stood there right by my head. And you know when someone stands super close to you, but they're not touching you? You can feel that presence. You don't need to see it. You can feel it. And that's where I was going, where I was at this moment. I felt this presence. I have arms are standing straight up on 
sorry, hairs are standing straight up on the are on my arms. The hairs on the back of my neck are standing up. I've got goosebumps. I'm like, oh my god, someone's standing at the edge of the couch. But of course, I'm not going to sit up and look because I'm scared of what I'm going to see. So the shadow just stands there. And this is like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Shadow just stands there after what felt like five minutes, probably was only like two or three. Shadow finally walks on and keeps going to the bathroom. So I wait like five minutes to make sure that it's not gonna come back, like I'm not gonna see the shadow again. And I get up and I walk around the house. I go down the hallway towards the bathroom because my oldest nephew's bedroom is down there. Open the door just a crack. He's out like a light. Has been for several hours. Go to the left. Open my best friend and her fiance's room. Same thing. Come back. Open the nursery, which is where my youngest nephew's bedroom is. He's out like a light as well. So literally the only person up in the house at that time is me. Freaked me out. But again, chose not to think about it because I, I, I had to sleep in that house. There was no other option. I was not about to drive home at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Now, the third experience, again, is in that house, but it is not my experience. It's actually my best friend's experience. She was hanging out at that house by herself. It was just her and the cat hanging out. And they have a basement in this house, and there's a very old-school typewriter in this basement. She was hanging out upstairs in the living room, alone, by herself. She's with the cat, you know, just hanging out. And I think she was on her phone, or she was watching TV. And all of a sudden, she hears... You know those old-school typewriters, how when you hit the enter button on the keyboard, it makes a ding! like a return noise because it's going back to the home spot where it usually starts that's what she heard and she heard it not once but twice and immediately she starts texting me and she runs out of the house and she calls me like she's freaking out and we are the type of people that growing up we watched scary movies horror movies all the time there's not a whole lot of stuff that could freak us out that much but if she's calling me and texting me I know that she's scared So those are just a couple of the paranormal experiences that I've had. I will give you one more. There is a third one that I have had personally, and it actually is the house that I grew up in. The house that I grew up in was built in 1900, exactly. Um, When we first moved in there, to our knowledge, nobody had died in the house. However, many, many years later, we did come to find out someone had died in that house. And now, I have a tendency when I am grieving, how I cope is I clean. Because it's a way to keep my hands busy, but still let, like, my mind think through things. So, on this particular day that this experience happened, I was actually the only one in the house other than the two dogs that we had at the time. And I had been in every single room in this house. This house is one and a half stories. Um, It has a basement. It has the main floor, and then upstairs is the attic, as well as two bedrooms and a fairly large closet. I had been in every single room in this house that day. I was cleaning. I had been in the attic to grab the Halloween decorations because it was October at the time. This was back in, like, 2017, 2018. And 
I had been in the basement because at the time our shower was actually in the basement. So I had been in literally every room that day. I was cleaning. I was going through some things. Uh, we had just lost a friend in October in 2016. So October is notoriously very hard for our family. Hold on one second. I have to cough. Back now. Thank you. So I'd been in every single room in this house this day. I was cleaning. I was pulling the Halloween decorations out of the attic. I was cleaning my room. I was dusting. I had been in my parents' room because I was putting laundry away. I had cleaned the bathrooms in the house. I had dusted the living room, dusted the dining room, uh, cleaned all the countertops in the kitchen. Like, I, I legitimately was in every single room that day. So after my shower, after I had finished cleaning everything, I was upstairs in my room because at the time my room was on the second floor and I was changing um, and then all of a sudden I heard somebody downstairs in the living room. Again, I have been in this house. I have been in every single room in this house all day. It's just me and the two dogs. So I heard someone say something from downstairs in the living room. So I go down the stairs to our landing because we, at that house, there's a small flight of stairs, then a landing, then a large flight of stairs. So I go down to the landing. I'm looking into the living room saying like, hello, is there anybody there? Hello. And no one's answering me. So I go down into the living room which at the time the computer slash office desk is in the living room standing by that and I feel someone standing right behind me and then all of a sudden someone whispers in my ear I'm right behind you I freak out and it was an old woman's voice so there's no way that it was our friend who had passed away so I'm a super spiritual believer there's no way it was our friend that had passed away the year before or a couple years before that because he was a guy he was 22 23 years old so there's no way it was him it was an old woman's voice right in my ear from right behind me uh, again you know when you can feel someone's presence even if they're not touching you I felt someone standing behind me and then I heard someone whisper in my ear I'm right behind you so I like whip around real fast no one's there I'm freaking out again I'm the only person in the house there's two dogs that are in the house with me neither of which are in the living room they are laying down on the floor in the kitchen just hanging out don't sense anything weird so i call my mom i'm freaking out I'm like mom there's someone in the house there's someone in the house someone was just talking to me i heard someone my mom is thinking you know obviously somebody broke in i'm like mom i've been in every single room in this house all day i've been cleaning it's just, there's no way anybody was in the house. And she's like, well, you need to leave the house until I get home and can check every room. So I leave. I go to my friend's house. Um, she lived in a nearby town. It was like seven miles away. So I go to her house. I wait until my mom gets off work. Then we both go into the house together. There's nobody in the house except for the dogs. So no explanation there whatsoever granted this is an old house my dad has been doing renovations on this house since I was in fourth grade still doing those renovations by the way so 
these renovations, I know renovations can kick up spiritual energy, but these have been going on for a long time. And that was my, I don't want to say it was my first true experience because periodically over my teenage years, I used to get woken up at three o'clock in the morning on a regular basis. Um, I have a tendency to sleep through just about anything now, probably because of that, except for my phone going off. I could probably sleep through a thunderstorm, earthquake, and tornado all at the same time and still wouldn't wake up unless my phone went off. Uh, many years of working at a hotel as well. I sleep with my phone by my head and the only thing that wakes me up is my phone. You could probably stand at the end of my bed and yell at me and I still would not wake up. So, those are my paranormal experiences now that we are in October, or shall we call it Spooktober. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, my main topic for this episode, however, we're already about 21 minutes in, so I'll just kind of touch base on this. My friends and I... So, I have two friends from a hotel that I used to work at that I'm still in contact with, still talk to on a pretty regular basis. Um, we have a group chat, which, I mean, if you're familiar with smartphones, you know what a group chat is. But I have an iPhone, so it's a little bit different for iPhone versus Android users. Um, we were talking earlier last week and it was about boy troubles both of these girls are at least three years if not more than that younger than me i believe one of them is about to turn 22 next month and the other one is 21 she'll be 22 in january so we were discussing a relationship matter matter earlier last week and she brought up some good points that i want to make sure i cover on this episode So, she had started talking to this guy, and she really liked this guy. She had some prior personal experience with him, and they ended up, he told her that he wanted to date. So, it's not that she just made the assumption that he wanted to date. He told her he wanted to date, at least from the information I'm getting from her. Now, granted, I've only heard one side of the story. I haven't heard both. But I'm going off of the information that I have. So, he told her he wanted to date. They went out on a couple dates. And on the second date, from what she's giving me, he made her feel so bad about herself. And this is one thing I want to make sure anyone who's out there listening, I know that everything, like social media... Media in general makes it seem like once you find your significant other, the world is perfect. Everything's perfect. We all got rose-colored glasses on. The whole world is just amazing and wonderful and perfect and nothing can go wrong. But something I want to like point your attention to is, one, guys, I know that it's really difficult. Watch out for red flags. Seriously. I only wish that back when I was first starting um, relationships and getting to that age of, like, dating and seeing guys, which, honestly, looking back, I was, I'm still very stubborn. I almost said I was very stubborn. I'm still very stubborn. I'm getting better at not being as stubborn as I used to be. If somebody tried to tell me this information, I probably would have just blown them off. So if you blow me off, I totally get it because I would have done the same thing. 
But what I want you to be aware of is watch out for those red flags. So red flags are situations where you made plans to hang out with this person, but then all of a sudden at the last minute, this person bails and doesn't really give you a very good reason or just, you know, trust your gut in that sense. Watch out for those red flags. I'm sure there's so many more examples, but I am blanking at the moment. Keep your eyes open for those. Don't put those rose-colored glasses on. Don't let them fog over your vision because there's there's a lot of things out there that could be considered a red flag that it's you could have prevented yourself from getting into a really deep and bad relationship. Like myself, for example. Not currently, though. My boyfriend, my current boyfriend, is wonderful, amazing, perfect. I don't know how I got so stinking lucky, but previous relationships. Oh boy, I really wish... Hindsight's twenty twenty. you know? I really wish someone had pointed these things out to me a lot longer ago, but everything happens for a reason. Everything happened the way that it was meant to be, apparently, for the universe. So, we're not going to spend too much time wishing that things have been differently, but I will say I do wish somebody had pointed this out to me a lot earlier, but I know me, I know my younger self, I most likely would not have listened. I was way more stubborn than I am now, and I thought I knew everything. So, just know that this comes from a place of love. Watch out for those red flags. Keep your eyes open for those bad behaviors and the bad things that often lead to even worse things. Don't let your significant other make you feel like you are a burden or like your time is not valuable or like you don't deserve to be treated the way that you want to be treated. Because let me tell you what, you are a queen or king, depending on how you identify. I don't really... doesn't matter to me. The main subject here is you. You are a king or queen, no matter how you identify. You need to love yourself first, and you need to treat yourself well. And this is something that I've actually been thinking about recently. I've caught myself saying some very negative things about me in my head, where it's like, Gosh darn it, Ashley, why did you do that? Gosh darn it, Ash, what were you thinking when you did that? And when you catch yourself saying those things to yourself, would you let anyone else talk to you that way? Because I certainly wouldn't. So why on earth am I talking to myself that way? We are our biggest enemy, our biggest competitor. Why? I get that the... We should not be our own enemy. We should be building ourselves up. We should be loving ourselves, you know? We deserve it. We deserve the good things in life, guys. And I don't want you to get so caught up in that fresh romance, um, spring fling feeling of, oh, this person's amazing, they're wonderful, they're perfect. Oh my gosh, where where have you been all my life? And then three months down the road, or honestly, it could be even less time than that, you're sitting there thinking to yourself like, oh, they're just doing this because I did that. And we'll throw out an example here. Oh, they're not coming home or they don't want to hang out with me because I made them feel bad. Or I'm an idiot for 
bringing up that thing that they told me about that they said that they were super sensitive about or how could I bring up this traumatic childhood story and now they think I'm crazy kind of situation. Guys, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I get that sometimes we have a tendency to just, for lack of a better word, word vomit. But the person who's meant for you will be able to, one, understand why you said the thing that you said. Maybe not completely, but but get where you're coming from. And two, appreciate you for being honest and saying what's on your mind. Because I am super squirrely. Um, my brain has a tendency to go to all of the dark places first. Still trying to work on getting that in check. But I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect person. It happens periodically where I don't always have that thought process in check before I act on it. Perfect example here. Last weekend, um, there was a miscommunication between me and my significant other. And it was mainly that, one, I didn't give him the chance to explain. And two, I wasn't fully understanding what he was trying to tell me. So, that is my bad. I am working on asking more questions as well as listening more attentively in the future so that that doesn't happen again. I feel like we do a pretty dang good job at communication, but everyone has things that they can work on. No one is perfect. So, it happens, guys. We are all human. We all make mistakes. None of us is perfect, even though some of your egos might say otherwise. So, just don't let anybody make you feel like a burden or like you're not good enough because you are. And the way that I've been ending most of my episodes lately is do not forget you guys are loved. You are so loved and so wanted in this world. The world would be a much better place without you in it. If you need somebody to talk to, please reach out and let me know. I'd be more than happy to discuss anything you would like. Um, If you have any suggestions for the next episode topic, always open. And that's just about it, guys. So thank you so much for listening. If this episode helped you in any way, shape, or form, that makes my heart so happy. And take care. We will see you guys with a brand new episode after the weekend. Bye.